You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. If you're thinking of starting a business, here's a book for you. Risk Factors and Business Models is a guidebook to help you become successful in your new business adventure. It provides necessary tools and knowledge to help recognize the key risk factors and business models that truly work. Author D. Anthony Miles joins us today to discuss more of the ways to identify and explain the five risk factors and what is most important to understand when starting a business. If you'd like to learn more about this radio show and podcast and the CEO peer groups that I lead, visit our company's website, criticalmassforbusiness.com. If you know someone who'd like to maybe be on the radio show, maybe make a great guest, like I'm sure D. Anthony Miles will be, please have them reach out to me at my business line, 949-887-4104. D. Anthony, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Rick. I really appreciate it. Let's get right into it. Tell our audience, you know, what is the first step in identifying the common risk factors that I talked about in the open? One of the things that, uh, that I, that when I wrote my book, one of the things that I noticed is uh, most people that start a business are oblivious to risk. And those five risk patterns are not going to be apparent to you when you're starting a business because you still have to do somewhat of some research. But... There are basically five characteristics. There's personal characteristics. There's intangible operations. There's enterprise operations. And there's market climate, which is probably the most important. And then you have business environment. And those are some of the things you need to be aware of when you're trying to start your business. Okay, so let's start with the first one. And and maybe we'll just spend a few minutes on the salient points within the five. So let's start with the personal aspect of it. What, What are you... What have you found in your research, and what do you write about in your book that could benefit our audience of business owners and CEOs? Sure. When we talk about personal characteristics, uh, the primary chief risk factor in that, in that group of factors of that category is uh, your experience in the industry. When you have experience in your industry, you have a leg up on most of the competition because you know how the industry structured. You know who the incumbent successful businesses are. So. You can you have a better grasp on where to fit your business or where to uh, find the gaps in the uh, incumbent uh, market position. Age is a is a critical risk factor. The older you get, for some reason, the research bears us out. The older you get, the more business savvy you become, and you kind of minimize your risk. When you're younger, you tend to be a little bit more aggressive. You probably be a little bit more. You're not as prudent about risk. You're not as uh, I would say. When you get when you're younger, you don't consider risk as much as someone that's older who becomes more risk averse. So age is a factor. What I found interesting in my research was that sex, gender, and ethnicity did not play a factor in the risk factors in terms of uh, success and uh, starting a business. So that the great news about that is, which is I think a blessing in the research, is that. Women and men or minority groups can still start a business if they pay attention to the market forces, and that's a great thing. So those are pretty much the personal characteristics that you have to look at. So, so let's let's go into uh, the risk factor number two then, and then we're speaking with author D. Anthony Miles. The book that we're talking about is one of the more than he's written more than one book, but this one is 
risk factors and business models, understanding the five forces of entrepreneurial risk and the causes of business failure. So tell us a little bit about the key factors of number two. Okay, intangible operations risk is the risk that affect a business that's not inside of the business. Like, is your business legal name, is your name trademarks, the uh, capital, is your business capital intensive? One other one I thought was uh, interesting is uh, time dependency, which means can the business make money if the entrepreneur is not functioning in the business? So that's a, that's a critical factor. So you would think of the... Uh, the, excuse me, if you think of the intangible operations risk, think of the risks that affect the business, that outside of the business, the legal matters, those type of things. I told this story before. What if you have a business name, you don't get a trademark or register, and then you start printing up all the stationery, you know, polo shirts and everything, and then you get a cease and desist letter from a guy in California that says uh, they're issuing you a cease and desist letter not to use that name anymore because they've been using the name 20-plus years and they're ordering you to not use the name anymore. And you have no legal leg to stand on. So that happens more often than not. And that's... Businesses... I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, and that's one of the reasons why I secured the trademark for the name Critical Mass in my space yes. to protect my intellectual property. Absolutely. I when, I when I trademarked my business name, I don't know if this happened to you, Rick, they actually turned down my application. I had to do it twice. Really? It was a company in, uh, I think, Seattle that had a similar name, but I had a totally different name. And you never know what type of uh, trademark examiner you're going to get. The guy may just be in a bad mood that day and says, I'm not going to prove it. I actually had to go to a whole new trademark exam- examiner wow. to get my business name trademark. Those are little things that they don't tell you when you start a business. Exactly. You have to protect your name and intellectual property. Because if not, that will be there will be legal repercussions, which is also a risk. Why it's intangible operations. So I have, a, I have about two minutes, and I thought I uh, would at least get the third of your five risk factors, and then that one you listed as enterprise operations. And could you, you know, kind of with the time that we have left in this first block, help my audience understand what your research sure. said about that? Enterprise operations is the things that affect the business operations wise, like customer turnover, labor costs. Equipment and systems cost, something called diseconomies of scale, meaning can you put your business on the Internet and still make money without, without expending any more labor costs? Think of enterprise operations as the uh, metrics or analytics of your business, how you look at your business and how the business functions from an efficiency point of view. And most of the businesses that I studied had trouble with uh, diseconomies of scale. They could not transfer their business to the Internet uh, build uh, build an internet model for build, for uh, their profits for generating profits. Well, that can be a significant risk, especially if you face competition who can make money from an internet based business model, right? Absolutely. Key uh, case study in this would be Uber. Uh, Uber basically reinvented the taxi cab uh, business. They actually destroyed the taxi cab business. Because they were able to put their business on the Internet, and you can actually go to Uber with an app on your phone and actually do business with Uber without having to call a taxi cab. Taxi, the taxi cab business really hasn't figured out how to transfer their business to the Internet or build an app or that sort of thing. So if you want to think of that, this economy is a scale, think of a, of a, a business like Uber. Yeah, that's that's a great example. And there's also examples in the hotel industry, right, where people are putting their homes on line and allowing people to rent 
either a room or rent uh, the entire property. Airbnb. Yeah, that's exactly, one of them. You're exactly yeah. right. And always think of this economy as a scale as how can I get my business and make and make and reap the, the reap the benefit reap the benefits of the internet and make money without having to change my business model. That's what people have to think about in terms of enterprise operations. All right, we're going to take a short commercial break here on the Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, and we're going to come back with D. Anthony Miles after the break, and I'm going to ask him to share a little bit about the final two factors, market climate and business environment. And, and then I'm, I'm going to want you to uh, talk a little bit about the research that you did that kind of led you to the book. So that's what we're going to do in the second block here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast with our author, D. Anthony Miles. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back very quickly. This is just a short commercial message for one of the products or services that I lead, and I hope you will listen to it. Thank you. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net, as well as anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guests' websites whose CEOs have appeared on the radio show. You know, since we started broadcasting and collecting our podcast in 2009, our show has reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through the live stream as well as the podcast. If you'd like to listen to us as a podcast, simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software to find our weekly show, and then automatically you'll be delivered these great, compelling segments, which generally run about 20 minutes in the interview. Our first guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show podcast on octalkradio.net is D. Anthony Miles. We're in our second segment with him talking about his book, Risk Factors and Business Models, Understanding the Five Forces of Entrepreneurial Risk and the Causes of Business Failure. And we're talking about the fourth and fifth force. So, D. Anthony, would you talk about the fourth condition, which I have as market climate? Yes, market climate is probably our... You know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I think market climate is probably the most important out of the five. Let me tell you why, Rick. Market climate looks at things like market potential, market entry and exit barriers, competition, uh, competitive intensiveness or competitive intensity. Also, and it looks at economic location. And what that means is, is your business located near an economic anchor? And I forgot one more risk factor in that category, government regulation. Why are those important is because Warren Buff has a uh, analogy that he uses, or metaphor that he uses, called Mr. Market. Okay, Mr. Market is a guy that comes up to you and says, okay, you want to start a business, I don't think you're ready. So Mr. Market tells you no. Most people ignore Mr. Market's advice, and they start a business, and they crash and burn. Well, what Mr. Market is telling you no means, that means that your business is not ready for the marketplace, and he's warning you not to go out to the market because it will be 
merciless, and they got something called social Darwinism, the survival of the fittest. And businesses fall under the survival of the fittest or social Darwinism. Only the strong will survive, and the people that are already in the market are better to are, have a better chance of surviving than you do because market entry is so hard depending on the industry. So those are some of the things that, that are involved with market climate. Market climate is probably the most important out of the risk factors. Okay, and um, let's let's touch on the fifth and final risk factor, um, which is you termed it business environment. What can you share with us about that? Business environment is a, is a almost is probably the second most important of the four because business environment means the environment in which the business operates. Case in point, uh, Rick, if we just had a tornado here a couple of days ago. Okay, if you have a business that's in a location that experienced extreme weather conditions, flooding, hurricanes, extreme snow. Well, those particular types of weather, those extreme weather conditions, will stop people from patronizing your business, thus affect your profitability. If people can't get to you and they have to make a choice about living and their survival and doing business with you, people got to make the choice to survive. So you have to be careful where you locate your business regionally, you know, in the United States, you want to try to locate your business where you don't have extreme weather conditions like flooding. Flooding may not be so bad if you locate the business in a area that's not vulnerable to flooding, but you want to make sure that the business operates in a place that does not have extreme weather conditions. So that's uh, probably the second most important out of the five. Excellent. So, so tell me, why did you embark upon the research that you had to have done to be able to write this type of a book and uncover these risk factors and business models. What was the motivation and inspiration for you? Well, the impetus for this book was uh, was actually by accident. I was doing a study on black businesses, why black businesses fail. So I went to a conference. I actually did risk factors. I created a matrix called ERO index, which means entrepreneurial risk uh, orientation. And I created a matrix that will measure businesses based on a business model, and I would rate them, and I would put them on a scale. Well, I presented this at a conference called the USABI Conference in 2006 or nine, I forget. And I got such an overwhelming response at the topic when I presented it, somebody suggested to me that I should consider doing it as a dissertation topic uh, when I was doing my doctor work. And so I looked into this further, then I found out there were zero books on the market that talked about entrepreneurial risk and business failure. So I saw a gap in the marketplace, so I said, well, I should pursue this, and I did, and I, I, I've been reaping the benefits of it because it's a sorely needed book. And what I find interesting about books that talk about entrepreneurship, they rarely talk about risk, and they rarely talk about failure. So I met a need, in the, I found a gap in the marketplace, and I met a need, a market need. So that, that's how I came up with the book. That's interesting, and I'm we're talking with DeAnthony Miles here on Critical Mass Radio Show. You know, uh, 96% of all startups fail in the first 10 years. So only 4% uh, actually make it to their 10-year anniversary. And and uh, to hear from you that, you know, there weren't books written on the risk to entrepreneurship is almost surprising and shocking to me. Oh, absolutely. Entrepreneurship is actually another name for risk. And I've always used this mantra, and this is part of what about soundbite. All businesses are guilty until proven innocent. What do you mean? That means that 
you have to prove in the marketplace that the business belongs there. Because remember when I talked about social Darwinism, uh-huh. the survival of the fittest? Yes. If the business does not prove its worth in the marketplace, it will fail and will not be successful. Uh, like I live in San Antonio. One thing that I talk about in the book is commodity-type businesses. And commodity-type businesses are businesses that every there's, there's abundance of that type of business in the marketplace. Right. And you have no way to compete, and the only way you can compete is on price. There's two ways to compete against uh, in a business. There's two ways to compete in the marketplace. Either you're competing on price or you're competing on value. And I think of it like this, Rick. The people that shop at Walmart are not the same people that shop in Neiman Marcus. People that shop in Neiman Marcus shop on, a va- on value. People that shop at uh, Walmart shop on the basis of the price. So that's what you're competing against when you put a business side in the marketplace. You have to figure out where you're competing. Are you competing on price or are you competing on value? And you better know which one you're good at, right? So we're talking with D. Anthony Miles. We're, we're talking about his heavily researched book. Uh, he uh, was was this book first your dissertation, your thesis, and then it, and then you became the book. Is that is that what I heard? Yeah, absolutely. I built the groundwork when I was doing my doctor work for the book, and uh, my book was a, a study of about 500 plus small businesses in the area. Uh-huh. And what I found was. A lot of the businesses had troubles with marketing. A lot of businesses had trouble with something called customer turnover. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the, those are some of the interesting factors that I that I researched in the book. And that's how I came up with the five forces of what you know. Those five forces are the most general types of uh, risk that you face. So you have the unseen things that happen. What is the shift in the marketplace? You can't really prepare for that. And you know, I gave an early example of that with Uber. The uh, taxi cab industry was not prepared for a, a new entrant in the marketplace like Uber. And that happens all the time. They call that market disruptors. Someone can come in and disrupt the industry, and it could totally revolutionize the way that business is being done. And that happens more than not. And uh, we talked about, I think you mentioned earlier about hotels and hotels.com. Yes. Well, you also have another side of that. A lot of these companies that are, you call them uh, legacy or an incumbent companies, they try to use government or the backing of the government to protect their business model because the, bar, the market is changing or the, or the way to do business is changing. And I live here in Texas, and they actually uh, they have government regulation on the state of Texas. I believe they had a past legislation against uh, Hotels.com because they were complaining the hotels that were here were complaining that they weren't making any money on the uh, luxury taxes. Mm. So the state of Texas, which is going against the business, people that are having to start a business, they actually outlawed uh, Hotels.com to do business in uh, the state of Texas. Interesting. And it was really bad. It's really bad. And I thought there, I believe someone did something similar with Uber in a couple other states. And the problem with that, Rick, is this. You cannot legislate market climate. Okay, either you're on board or you're not. If your right. business does not survive a shift in a marketplace, then you need to make that transition. You can't hide behind the government to protect you. Right. And if you can't make a shift and make a shift to your business model, then you're going to be part of the uh, 
businesses that fell to the side. I was just going to say, we only have a few minutes left here on this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show with author D. Anthony Miles. We're, we've been talking about his book, Risk Factors and Business Models, Understanding the Five Forces of Entrepreneurial Risk and the Causes of Business Failure. I, I wanted to ask if you could maybe share your experience. Maybe there are CEOs and business owners out there who are thinking, hey, maybe I'm going to write a book. What advice can you give to our audience who may want to write a book about how to successfully write it and then ultimately get the book published and in the marketplace? Probably you don't want to follow my model. I'll probably give you some great advice on that. When you write a book, look first thing you want to look for is gaps in the marketplace. And I know I keep beating that to death, but that's very important. You want to see what's already out there. Do you want to find a way to fit your book into what's already there? And then if when you do that, you put together your team, get together an editor, Someone to look over your book when you make grammatical mistakes and clean it up. Someone to help you with the marketing of your cover. I picked my cover for my book. You should have saw the one they picked for me. It was really bad. <laughs> so you want to put together a team in place. And the team could be probably two or three people. And you want to also have inspiration when you write. That's what you want to have. That's the key thing is inspiration. What inspires you to write something? Because it comes through in your writing how you're inspired. Definitely does that. That would be my advice to new authors. Put together a team, which is two or three people, and that way you can do what you need to do. You can focus on the writing, and you let the other people handle the other part. So from your experience having written this book, and now you, you're, you're a guest lecturer, and you, and you instruct in different you know, academic halls. Why do you think it's first necessary and important to entrepreneur success to focus on the risk factors? Help me to understand and help our audience to understand from your perspective why that's uh, important for a, a new startup entrepreneur or an early stage company to be looking at these five risk factors. My book is sort of a wake-up call. And I would I like to think my book would be a hand uh, maybe a handbook or a guide to help new entrepreneurs. And my book will probably help you be may not help you be successful, but I can help you minimize your risk so you will be successful. If you can if you think of a risk minimalization, that would be a great thing. You want to minimize those risks. If you see that your where your those risk factors fit for your business, case in point, uh, market climate. You want to look at, okay, maybe it's too many people fishing in this pond. Maybe I need to go find another pond. So that's how my book would be a help to new entrepreneurs. Being aware of risk, you're already making a step in the right direction being aware of it. And you can counteract those risks that would affect you, and you can pivot. You can pivot to do other things and make yourself successful. Well, we're up against the clock here. I've enjoyed this conversation about your book, DeAnthony, and I wonder if uh, someone listening in the audience, either live or later as a podcast, would be interested in buying the book. Where would you recommend they go to find your book? Sure. My book is on Amazon.com. It's also on Barnes & Noble. Uh, I also have a link to my website. And also I have a website called uh, – I'm on ResearchGate, and I actually have some seminars and workshops that I've done on entrepreneurial risk that you can download for free. And uh, I have I have some neat little things there. And, the, uh, you know, they have access to the book. It, 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 my book is all over the place. You, should be, you can find it on Amazon really easy. Well, I've certainly enjoyed our conversation. I'm, I'm glad that you uh, were my guest today. I want to welcome you to the Critical Mass community and 
Thank you for being a friend of the Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast and continued success in your endeavor, sir. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. I had a blast. And I love talking about entrepreneurship. I think it's a passion. I, you know, I really enjoyed the interview with you, Rick. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank also our engineer for today's show, who is the none other than Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Richard Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead, please visit my company's website, criticalmass4business.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.